Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. Welcome to Skybound's UK Autumn Statement Special Edition of the Expat Investor Podcast. As usual, I'm Tom Putras, Head of Global Partners, and today I will be joined by one of our managing partners, Edmund Teasdale, to take a closer look at what this statement means for expats and non-residents. The Autumn Statement 2022 comes at a time of significant economic challenge for the UK and the global economy. As I've said time and time again in podcasts, Putin's war in Ukraine has contributed to a surge in energy prices, driving high inflation across the world. Central banks are raising interest rates to get inflation under control, which has pushed up the cost of borrowing for families, businesses and governments. Growth is certainly slowing, and the International Monetary Fund expects a third of the global economy to fall into recession this year or next. This comes against the backdrop of higher levels of government debt due to the economic impacts of COVID-19 and the current energy crisis. Debt interest spending is now expected to reach a record £120.4 billion this year. And it's these factors that have contributed to a significant gap opening between the funds that the government receives in revenue and its spending. It has been made very clear that the UK government's priorities are outlined to be stability, growth and public services. Economic stability relies on fiscal sustainability and the autumn statement sets out the government's plan to ensure that the national debt falls as a proportion of the economy over the medium term. The last time we had commentary from the UK government on the topic of a budget was a little over a month ago and well, frankly that was a disaster. Crashing the economy, the pound and resulting in the job loss of the Chancellor and the Prime Minister. Right, so we have cut through uh, the 70 odd pages of the statement to get an understanding of, of what's been announced this time. Uh, Ed, I'll, I'll welcome you at this point. Thanks for, thanks for joining me today. No worries. Good to be here. Thank um, you for having me. <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure as always. Um, as a managing partner of the business, Ed, and someone who works very closely with the British expat population, um, this is no doubt something that you were probably eager to see. So what, what caught your eye in this budget? Well... We saw some good news for UK pensions. The triple lock will remain. Now, this is something which has been debated at large over recent years. Okay, and just for, just for the record, Ed, for the, and for the listeners at home, what is the triple lock? Well, for anyone unclear, under the triple lock, the state pension will increase each year in line with whichever of the three measures is highest. So inflation as, measured, as measured by the CPI, which is the Consumer Price Index, in September of the previous year, or the average increase in wages across the UK, or two and a half percent. So the state pension will be increased in line with the inflation from April 2023, which is 10.1%. So there's some additional benefits of a few hundred pounds per year, which are payable to those who are on a means-tested benefits. Wow, okay. So despite the raging inflation, there's ultimately some good news for four state pensions to try and cover some of that, that gap and shortfall. Um, what about, what about stealth tax and what people are calling stealth tax? Things like inheritance tax, Ed, how's, how's that going to play out? Well, in, inheritance tax has come under quite a bit of controversy over the years. Um, but I mean, the, the existing nil rate band of £325,000 for 2022 to 2023 was already frozen until April 2026. But 
this has now been frozen for a further two years. Now, the nil rate band is a key element of financial planning for our advisors at Skybound when talking to British expats, as we want to ensure that intergenerational plans are as bulletproof and as tax efficient as possible. Now, it's been thought for many years that this nil rate band would increase over the decade due to inflation. Families naturally gathering greater wealth through their lifetimes due to things like inflation, increased wages. It would make sense for some of the nil rate band to also follow this, but that's not the case yet. Inheritance tax planning really does need careful planning to navigate this landscape, as it's important that you don't want to be paying any more tax than you, know, you probably should be doing. Okay, all right. Well, something I thought what, that was interesting actually was um, Hunt says that he is he is accepting a recommendation from the low pay commission and is going to be increasing the national living wage by 9.7% next year. But interestingly enough, the personal allowance um, for income is, is now going to be frozen until 2028 and, and will remain the same. So in, in real terms, it means millions of people will actually end up paying more tax as the tax bans will stay the same, but income is going to increase. So even small annual increases in income will make a a difference here and, and it, this is this is ultimately a popular move by the government because it looks like they're not taking anything away from the people um, despite people having less in their pay packets. Yeah I mean it's a it, it is a clever move really what we did see though is higher earnings being taxed more the additional tax bracket was reduced from 150 to 125,000 pounds which means that anyone earning in excess of £125,000 will now be paying 45% on those pounds and on that income. Okay, so let's, let's take a, a, a you know, closer look at tax that then ultimately impacts direct investments. Um, and this is certainly applicable for anybody who may be moving or returning to the UK in the near future with direct assets. Uh, what's, the, what's the word here then, Ed? Uh, well, a small change in the form of dividend allowance. This has been reduced from £2,000 to £1,000 as of April 2023, with a further reduction in April 2024, which is going to be brought down to only just £500. So what was significant, though, was the reduction in capital gains exemption. Now, currently, this is at £12,300 per person. Now, this has been cut to only £6,000 per annum, for 2023 and 2024. And then from 2024, the exemption has been cut to £3,000 per annum. Now that's over a 75% cut in allowances. It really does make it very important to be reviewing any direct holdings before going home, as there are plenty of ways to consider potentially mitigating or marginalizing some of those taxes that ultimately the client will be liable for in the future. Okay, my goodness. So um, really, surely that's kind of the headline news here then. You know, a 75% cut um, in allowances almost seems almost seems unreasonable to be fair. But, you know, in the, I think in the past, um, capital gains allowances have, have been significantly underused. Uh, and with good planning, these allowances should be maximised. But that opportunity now seems to be to be disappearing. It's probably worth noting that if you are 
you know, I think someone who is a, an expat today or you know, doesn't have a primary residence but has UK property, if you are thinking about selling that property, it's probably best to do it sooner rather than later. Um, one thing that, that, uh, that did say the same though was stamp duty, and, and this will remain unchanged until 2025. Um, and again, so if you're on the, on the flip side of it, maybe thinking about buying UK property, probably better get it done before, before then. Two other major notes um, from the statement, from my point of view, the, the energy price guarantee um, will be maintained through the winter, limiting typical energy bills to around £2,500 for the year. From April 2023, the energy price guarantee will rise to £3,000. Um, and there was an announcement of £3.3 billion a year extra for the NHS as part of the total budget. Albeit much of this will be inflationary contributions, and it isn't yet entirely clear where this is going to be coming from. One thing that did catch my eye, Ed, and um, this did make me chuckle on the way through reading, reading the document, um, electric cars will no longer be exempt from the vehicle excise duty tax from April 2025. Um, to make the motoring system fairer. Um, to be honest, I was under the impression that the electric cars didn't have to pay tax due to the emission levels being virtually zero compared to petrol and diesel. So a change just to make it fairer seems a bit of an odd one to me, but who am I to judge? Um, so um, anyway, let, let's look, uh, you know, going back ultimately for, for British expats, I think living abroad today, there are no fundamental changes on how you'll be affected um, by UK tax or financial matters. And what will be impacted is the rate at which you pay tax on your UK income and any UK property or shares that you may sell from April 2023. The UK tax residents who will be most likely affected by these changes are the middle earners um, at the upper end of the basic tax uh, bracket and shareholders of UK companies who draw income from dividends who have seen their dividend allowance halved this year. Since Liz Truss and the ex-Chancellor managed to, to rock the confidence and diminish the value of the pound, Rishi certainly seems to be bringing some confidence back to the UK market um, with these messages of stability. And we've just seen recently over the last couple of weeks, sort of uh, the pound sterling rally from its lows of geez, nearly 107 um, to roughly around 118 today. So, Ed, it's been a pleasure having you on board today. Have you got anything that you'd like to leave us with a final message with? No, I think the, you've covered everything off quite nicely. I mean, what we've seen from this budget is, in my opinion, very sort of a typical of what you'd probably see from a, from a Labour budget. Uh, very, you know, almost Gordon Brown-esque. But I think the, the key takeaway is, is that it's always important that before considering either repatriation or putting plans together, always make sure that you are consulting with a qualified financial planner and that you are taking necessary advice. This was recorded on the 22nd of November 2022 and all the information was correct at the time of recording. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a personal recommendation. If you're unsure what's right for you, you should seek advice. Past performance is not a guide to the future and investments rise and fall in value. So you could get back less than what you invest. Thanks for listening. Join me next time. Goodbye.